All right, welcome in. Good afternoon. It's, I'm Alan Waddell. This is Inside Southeastern Baseball with head coach Matt Reiser, presented by Creighton Townsend Homes. We're here at K Street Seafood Station here in Hammond. Southeastern was on the road uh, this past week as they were at UL Lafayette on Wednesday and then opened up Southland Conference play at Texas A&M Corpus Christi over the weekend. Southeastern took two out of three from the Islanders, uh, currently sitting first place in the Southland Conference. Kind of an interesting stat that jumped out to me that nobody swept this weekend and nobody got swept, which is, shows you that there's certainly some parity in our league. Uh, usually somebody comes out the gates and gets a sweep. That didn't happen this weekend in the Southland Conference, so it looks like it could be uh, another one of those years. Southeastern with five games on tap this week. They're going to be uh, tomorrow night at South Alabama and then back on home for four in a row, Mississippi Valley State on Wednesday, then UIW comes to town Friday, Saturday, Sunday right here in Hammond. At this time, I want to welcome the show, the head baseball coach of your Southeastern Lions, Coach Matt Reiser. Matt, thanks for being here. Two and two on the week. Yep. Uh, really kind of, you know, you won two big games on Friday and Saturday to win that first Southland Conference Series. Had a couple of games where we struggled a little bit offensively. But a little kinda, bit. It was kind of, <laughs> you know, it was kind of a feast or famine this week. Either yeah. really put up a lot of runs or, or really tr had trouble scoring. But but the most important thing, you start conference play two and one, especially on the road. You take a series uh, and you get out the gate strong. Yeah, you know, uh, like you said, I don't think we played bad baseball this week. We just uh, couldn't score any runs, you know. It, it's it's some execution, some timely hits. You know, we got some barrels on some balls. The guys in scoring position and didn't fall. You know, I go to yesterday. I mean, they're, they're winning runs. A ball that just bounced over Champ's head at first base. It's a routine ground ball. Hits whatever it hit and bounces completely over his head. And the next guy dinks one in the right. And, you know, and then obviously we get the bases loaded. We pinch hit Mac Turner, and he hits one right on the screws right at somebody with the bases loaded that would have made it at least 3-3, three, three, if not 4-3. So it's kind of the way the game is sometimes. You know, baseball is uh, can be ruthless and heartless sometimes. It can be – uh, forgiving sometimes and sometimes not at all. So, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, you know, we, the two games that we lost, we just didn't score any runs. We got shut out there on, on Wednesday night and then obviously only scored one there on Sunday. And Sunday is something we, we're going to have to address. We'll have our team meeting this afternoon and we'll talk and discuss that a little bit. We've got to be better on Sundays because, like you said, we talked about our Sunday starter and Andrew Landry, man, what he did yesterday was fantastic. I mean, just uh, we got the best Sunday starter in the country, in my opinion. And, uh, you know, when he rolls out with a start like that, we've got to find a way to win those games regardless of being on the road or not. But uh, at the end of the day, hey, Corpus is a tough place to play. Uh, let's yeah. be honest. It's, it's, uh, it's not the easiest place in the world to play. You know, I, I looked at it on the schedule when it came out to begin the season and said, hey, man, that's probably the toughest opening weekend of conference play you could have to be on the road at Corpus. It's always windy down there, right? So that's always going to play a factor. We had a little bit of weather in there we, we thought might play a factor as well. So, um, yeah, you know, to go down there and, and take two or three from the Islanders, uh, you know, was feeling good about what they had been doing a little bit. Uh, a, a good weekend for us for sure. But uh, some things to continue to, to improve on so we can – we're so close, man. We're just so close to, to getting this thing going to where it's, it's repetitive and it's consistent every single time. You know, you saw a little bit of that there on Friday and Saturday. You know, let's put one more of those together offensively on Sunday, and we've got a you know we've got a sweep on the road at Corpus, which I'm talking about one of the toughest places to play. So, you know, we got to keep staying at it. We're going to keep working at it. Uh, but then the day you get back home in the series at Corpus, uh, yeah, good start to the to the conference play. Matt, elaborate a little bit what you're talking about on Sunday here. I mean, you know, yeah. it's kind of a – it's been a little bit of an anomaly because, yeah. you know, your team's been good offensively this year as a whole for the season. Yep. But like you said, we, we've struggled to score runs on Sunday, and usually it's, it's backwards because usually Sunday's the day we kind of got to bang out those wins because not everyone is as deep as we are on the mound. And so usually Correct. when you have a guy that you can roll out – that is a quality uh, weekend starter that's throwing on Sunday like Landry has been. I mean, you yep. look at his record, 
it's not what it should be because he had better performances than he's been rewarded with offensively uh, backing him up. I mean, I know you said you got to do something there. I mean, how do you fix that? I mean, how do you address that? What, what's the uh, what's the game plan for that? Well, if, you know, first thing you got to do is figure out the problem. You know, I mean, that's it's you got to identify it so you know what to work on to get better at. And uh, you know, just for instance, yesterday, just in the one, you know, we'll review all five of them, but go back and watch film, but. Uh, we got a bunch of guys on base just to get the big hit. Didn't have quality at bats with guys in those scoring position. And, you know, it was kind of one of those, it was funky, right? He's walking guys. It's kind of sporadic, you know, so you're trying to be patient and not swing the pitches out the zone and get yourself out in the same sense is, hey, man, at some point in time, we got we to gotta land a big hit, you know. And uh, I thought we had that opportunity yesterday and, and didn't do that early. And then, uh, you know, they went into the bullpen. We did some base running blunders, you know, and just uh, didn't really help ourselves. We didn't execute our short game. And that's, that's a big part of this. You know, if you go back and you look at, you know, Friday, uh, we put a lot of pressure on them early, man, just a ton of pressure on the bases, a ton of pressure of, of what we did with two strikes and where we were putting the ball in play and, you know, running our best nines down line. Saturday did the same thing. You know, we run the execute double squeeze there uh, early to make yeah, it a 2 nothing awesome. lead, which was fantastic to see. And so some of that plays a part in this, right? So if we're able to – to maybe get a bunt down yesterday, first or second, nobody out. Maybe that ends up being two, three, or four runs, you know. And if we maybe can, can get the read like we're supposed to at first base to steal the bag, then, hey, man, maybe you look up and uh, we're in a good position. If we don't get picked off second base in the first inning, you got Connor up who's having a good at bat, you know, just some bonehead plays there that are, that are kind of getting us, you know, out of the inning. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, man, it's got a chance to expand. And so we've got to do a better job. I think, one, is focused on Sunday of what we're trying to do. And, two, just be a little little hungry. It'll be a little grittier. I mean, that's that's what Sunday is about. You know, we could hear them in the dugout, um, you know, telling the same thing as, that, hey, man, Sunday's just a grind day, grind day, just grind one out. And, and all honesty, when I thought Landry punched out the guy uh, to end the end when they had to run at third and nobody else there in the sixth or seventh inning maybe. Uh, I thought that was our chance to really kind of overdrive some things. But, you know, at the end of the day, we'll, we'll continue to address it and we'll get it identified and, you know, and turn it around this week where we're back at home and uh, see if we can't cash in on this Sunday. Yeah, not very uh, many times you play your club and, and walk you nine times that you're not going to have a big day offensively. Yeah. And, you know, we walk yeah. nine times yesterday. We're only able to get one run. One but run, yeah. But, yeah, look, you know, Friday, you know, you went at 10-4, to 4, uh, played really good offensively there and scored a lot of innings and some crooked numbers on yep. Friday. And then on Saturday, you really kind of just kind of took the steam away from him early. You know, yep. you scored a couple in the second, scored four in the third. Uh, you jumped out on Sunday and scored one in the first. I said, yep. oh, here we go again. You know, yep. maybe we're going to put another big offensive weekend, uh, big yep. offensive day on Sunday. But certainly something uh, that has been a little bit of a trend that I know you're talking about that yep. you got, got to figure out what's going there on Sunday because you've had so many, you've had the opportunities to sweep some of these series uh, or, or take two out of three. I mean, that, yep. that Sunday game, you know, every game is so big. You know, Friday, obviously, you got off to a good start. Saturday's the swing game. But then Sunday is really kind of the difference maker of the weekend as you can either yep. sweep or win the series uh, yeah. right there on Sunday, or stop from getting swept. So there's yeah. a lot of things can happen uh, on the weekend. So certainly we got a big week this week, Matt. we got five games coming up. Uh, you'll be on the road tomorrow against South Alabama and then Mississippi Valley State here on Wednesday. And then UIW uh, comes back here to town. We're going to have Super Lions Saturday on Saturday. That's so right. yep. a lot of going on on campus uh, this weekend uh, here at, at Hammond. But glad to be uh, back at home after some uh, after some road games. Yeah, you know, March was a, a busy month for us to be on the road. I mean, going to Jacksonville, going to Alabama, made kind of the week-long trip. Again, this kind of trip yep. we left on Wednesday and got back, you know, last night about 2 a.m. So, 
yeah, some long road trips in, and I thought we, we played well on the road, in all honesty, for the most part. You know, we dropped the heartbreaker there at Jacksonville to lose that series. But, you know, if you finish off that ninth inning there, that's three road series. You were on the road and, and, you know, and took three road series. So that's good to see, you know, that we can go on the road and do that. I'll see when the conference tournament comes around. Uh, we'll have to play down in Lake Charles there at McNeese. So uh, the fact that we've we played well on the road and shown that, you know, we can handle uh, different environments and, you know, the long road trips and all that kind of uh, nonsense and, and prepare ourselves, that's been a, been a good trend to see so far here in the, in the month of March. All right, just getting started. This is Inside Southeastern Baseball with head coach Matt Reiser presented by Cretan Townsend Holmes. We're out here on the patio at K Street Seafood Station. We do this every Monday from 12 to 1 o'clock. Talking Lion Baseball, come join us. Uh, obviously, the Lions have a very busy week this, this week with five games. Not a lot of those on the schedule this year with five games in a week, but this is one of them. So, again, you'll have four opportunities to see your Southeastern Lions here at home this week. Let's take a break. We come back. We'll walk you through all the games. And a week that started on the road on Wednesday against UL Lafayette, which was really a, a kind of a strange game. Both teams had been lighting it up offensively. Ends up being a pitcher's duel. We'll talk about that when we come back right here on Inside Southeastern Baseball with Matt Reiser, presented by Cretan Towns at Home on the Southeastern Sports Radio Network. All right, welcome back. This is Inside Southeastern Baseball with head coach Matt Reiser, presented by Creighton Townsend Homes. Uh, we're here at K Street Seafood Station in Hammond. I'm Alan Waddell. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Lions, we're on the road this past week for all four games. It started on Wednesday night against UL Lafayette. They took on the Cajuns over there in Lafayette. And, Matt, going into this one, you know, I, I didn't see a 2 nothing game coming, I'll say that. Yeah, I know you had a lot of experience with uh, with Coach Deggs and, and taking on his uh, his his brand of baseball, uh, obviously when he was an assistant at Lafayette and then whenever he was the head coach at Sam Houston, we had so many battles with those guys. And this is always a fun series uh, against the Cajuns, a great ballpark over there in Lafayette. And both of these teams were coming in, you know, scoring a lot of runs. You yep. know, your club, his club, scoring a bunch of runs. And I didn't see 2 nothing coming, I'll say that. Yeah, you're right. That was uh, a little interesting. Um, you know, uh, we knew what we were going to face in the in the start of there. And uh, yeah, let's be honest, man. These midweek games, Lafayette, Southern Miss. I'm watching what they're doing out of the bullpen. They're throwing their guys out of the bullpen to to get these quality wins in the midweek, and you know, almost cost them in the weekend. You know, just watching you know the series with Southern Miss and Texas State and what they're having to do because the guys that they're throwing against in the midweek. So you know, it's a it's a quality midweek game, right? When you get in those type of performances or they're throwing those type of arms. So uh, it, and it's good. It, it's it prepares us for the weekend to get us right where we need to be and. Uh, you know, I thought this is exactly what we needed after a tough week last week. It was just a good old grind out. Hey, man, on the road in a hostile environment, a team that loves to compete the same way we compete. Uh, and I thought, you know, Jay Long was, was really good, man. I thought he did a fantastic job of, of, of doing what we needed him to do. Um, and the story this week, you know, for me that was highlighted that I thought we were so bad at last week was pitching on the bullpen. We did a much, 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 much better job this week uh, throwing the bullpen. I think in our three starts, the only one we had more than five innings was Landry there on on Sunday. Uh, and, and so we had some guys we had to rely on. It was good to see Reed Reynolds out there. Yep. Reed uh, had a big week for us. You know, he's coming back from the Tommy John surgery they had uh, last year where he got injured after, uh, after the Northwestern series. And uh, so it was good to see him back on the bump. We got Trey Harrington back out there, who's been recovering from the Tommy John surgery as well. Uh, I thought both those guys threw really well. Levi Bennett and, and then Dalton Asphalt, man. I mean, he was really, really good in that ninth inning to keep it where it needed to be. Where we were still in striking distance, right? We just needed uh, needed a few more at bats there to hopefully get us to where we need to be to, to get back in that ball game. But uh, you know, like I said, I mean, unfortunately that night we just we couldn't get some things done and. Hey, you, know, you said it. I think there was a big part in the moment. We hit some balls well. You know, I think of Jake. He had first and second, two outs. 
absolutely murders the ball on the, on the pool side gap. They've kind of got him shaded the back side, and that wind held it up just enough for Rocket 40 to get there. And uh, that easily, you know, is, is, is two runs, you know, almost three if the wind's not blowing out. It's a home run. But, you know, it's just it is what it is. Uh, so we got to continue to have good at-bats. We had first and second, had our shot to kind of throw a big punch there. Nobody out, and we hit to the double play there. I thought that was, like you kind of said, kind of yeah. took the wind out of our sail there offensively. Yeah, I thought that was a big sequence in the game. And, and whenever it's 2 nothing, whenever it's a tight game, you know, yep. those kind of sequences are, are magnified. Yep. And certainly I thought we had some opportunities. We didn't have a ton of opportunities, though. I mean, right. uh, you know, you look in the box, we only had two hits. Champ had both of them. Yep. You know, so we had a good day at the plate uh, there at the first base position. But uh, let's go back to Jay Long for just a moment. You know, I thought he threw really well. Uh, yeah. Certainly he pitched around some traffic. This is a good offensive club. Uh, in Lafayette, they had eight hits off of him, but he was able to pitch around traffic yep. and get uh, limit uh, their opportunities and get out of the bullpen. But we did have a scary moment. He had to leave the ball game. So I guess an update on him. Yeah. Uh, anybody that was watching the game saw that, you know, he threw a pitch and, and, and had to come out. So, yeah, uh, you know, had, what's his update? Yeah, we had to go get him. Uh, that injury bug is, is unfortunately starting to show its head. But, uh, you know, it, it, again, we've been prepared. We've gone through this, so it's just next man up mentality. But, uh, yeah, there on, on Wednesday night, you know, we stayed there Wednesday and Lafayette uh, and, was, and made our way to Corpus there on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So, you know, we also we pulled him in the situation. Uh, you know, he wanted to throw another pitch. I didn't want him throwing another pitch to see how it felt in a moment of fatigue or weakness there to do any, anything harm if there was no harm done. So got him evaluated there Thursday, got him back Wednesday night, got evaluated Thursday. Um, you know, the, the muscle there and the it's, it's the pronator, right? He throws that change up and sometimes I think he can tighten up a little bit there. Uh, everything checked out well with the elbow and the pronator, so hopefully he only misses a start or two there. Wow, okay, uh, that's good news. Yeah, that's what we're hoping for. He's got another diagnosis of a possible thoracic outlet, uh, which is I feel like is in almost every pitcher at some point in time in their career. But they'll 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 scan that I guess this week. There's a test I guess particularly they can do for that uh, to make sure he's good to go. And once they do, then it's just a matter of obviously managing the tightness, which hopefully will be you know a week at mo uh, two weeks at most you know but for sure he'll be out this week so some other guys will uh, will have to step up because yeah. you know, he's been pitching in the midweek and, and now the way this rolls out you got five games this yep. week so you have two in the midweek yep and, and so you know Aaron Hosack we go back to the five game week we had open a weekend Aaron Hosack started that fifth game for force against Jackson State uh, he'll get the nod tomorrow night against South Alabama and then you know Wednesday we're going to kind of figure it out right Johnny Holstaff we got some guys you know the 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 good fortune the way we kind of did this weekend the way you guys threw there's still about four or five guys we need to get on the mound, you know, to get ready for the weekend against UIW as well that we want to get back out there and on the horse. So, uh, you know, we'll get some of those opportunities obviously in a five-game week this week. We'll need those guys to get out there and, and give us a few extra innings. So the Lions, uh, if you haven't been joining us, that this is the second time this year that they went out on the road for a midweek game and just stayed, didn't come back to Hammond. Yeah and continue their trip over to uh, Corpus. So you were able to get over there, Matt, uh, I think one on Thursday. Yep. And, and I know that it was important for you because they're a natural surface over at yep. Corpus to be able to get a practice in uh, before you took on the Islanders for the weekend. Yeah, you know, Corpus has got a lot of elements. Uh, they're right there on the base. So they've got, obviously, the wind element. And, boy, we saw that there Thursday night. We were hitting Popcom and, you know, hitting fly balls to third base. but ended up at first base. So we, we were prepared for the rest of the weekend with a 35-mile win we had there on Thursday night at practice. But, uh, yeah, natural surface, you know, it's traditionally hard. I mean, it's an offensive ballpark. Uh, you know, the, the, the wind can play a factor in there and create some offense. The hard surface, the dirt surface can allow some ground balls to get through and take some funny hops. You know, I, I think of a couple, three or four hits that – 
were ruled hits, you know, because they are. They took some awkward bad hops. And, uh, you know, again, that's why you look at Corvus's numbers. They're hitting three, I don't know, 10, yeah. 320 as a club. I mean, they're leading the league and hitting from a batting average standpoint. But, uh, again, it's, it's about getting runs and scoring runs. So it was good to get over to Thursday night, uh, get a chance to see it. We, we actually took some BP in the dark a little bit. They didn't flip the lights on. So, we, uh, yeah, <laughs> we were prepared for the weekend, ready to rock and roll. Well, you talked about them offensively and what they'd been doing. I know Brendan Ryan was one of the top hitters in the league coming in, hitting over yeah. 400. He held him to two hits on the weekend, so did yep. a good job there. I thought overall we pitched pretty well uh, on the road over there against Corpus Christi. Let's talk about Friday. You went at 10-4. to four. Uh, You really got off to a good start, three in the second, you know, four in the fifth, and, and, and uh, you put up a crooked number there at eight in the ninth as well to make this thing uh, ten runners uh, there on Friday night. But I know the big story for you for Friday is you wanted to see more out of Brendan Stuprich. Yep. Uh, tell me what you saw out of him. Five innings pitch, seven hits, three earned runs. He gets the win there on Friday. Yeah, he was really good early. I mean, the first couple innings, and then kind of ran into a little traffic there uh, in the fifth, and, and we got him out, you know, early. I, I think he probably could have gone another inning if we wanted to, but uh, just where we were at matchup-wise. 93 and, pitches. Yeah, and what he had kind of gone through to get through that, they gave up two runs in the bottom of fifth that, you know, we had two outs, nobody on, 0-2 count on the hitter, and we, we ended up hitting him with a, a back foot slider, and then they end up, you know, getting two runs off of it. And that Nothing real hard, right? Just kind of getting the right spots. Again, just kind of you know, sometimes it's the way it falls. And uh, I thought Brennan did a good job of handling that. He got out of the inning. And once he got out of that, that felt kind of like the moment to, hey, man, let's make that move. And uh, we saw that on, on Sunday. You know, we, we, we'll, we'll learn from our lesson a little bit with Landry. Uh, you know, he did the same thing, very similar situation. And we ran him back out there and, and you know, gave up a hit. But, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, man, I thought Supers was okay. You know, I mean, they're still – I mean, from a Friday night guy, we, we've got to figure out how to get this pitch count down and get further into the ball game, get a little more contact. But, you know, the good thing is is, is the look is in his eye still. And that and that's that's important, man. And even when he's um, going, when he's rolling, he's got the look. Uh, even when he got in that fifth inning and gave up a couple runs, he didn't start searching. He, he reverted back to his, his fundamental training, which is – Hey, man, just go compete and win the next pitch. Keep it simple. Stay in the moment. Uh, and I thought he did that, and that kept the ballgame where, where it was because, obviously, Friday night's a battle. I mean, you know, you want to get off to a good start in any series. And, uh, you know, obviously we're on the road there, and, and they felt they got a little momentum going, and then we were able to silence that. And I thought it was huge for us to be able to score there, uh, you know, later in the ball game. I mean, yeah. we were able to score that one there in the eight. You know, we talked about that last week, not being able yeah. to score on, bull, on the bullpen. You know, you did That's that this it. week. That's it. And, and that was a big factor for us, man. They went to the bullpen. We got a couple more runs and got a couple more runs there in the ninth in and two, you know, two out RBIs. I mean, I think that was the story of Friday night. I mean, how many two out runs we had. I would say of the 10, probably eight or nine of them were, were two outs. And so uh, it was it was great to see that because, again, that's just – that goes back to that toughness thing. It goes back to, man, compete, give me a good A-B. Uh, and not all of those balls were hit hard. Some of those balls just did find holes where they need to be, and uh, that's just part of that competitiveness. That's why you put the ball in play and give yourself a chance. Matt, before we uh, turn the page on this one on Friday night, uh, I know you've been playing freshman Dane Watts in the outfield. Yeah. Probably his best game uh, of his young career. A couple of hits yep. uh, on Friday night, a couple of runs, also a couple of RBIs. Yep. Uh, talk about this young player. Uh, I know that he kind of got thrown into action back in the Auburn series, yep. uh, and he's been pretty much playing every day you yep. know, out there in left field. So uh, obviously his best performance, I think, as, as, a, as a line here early on. Yeah, you know, uh, 11 goods out with the, the foot – uh, tear the, the plantar fasciitis tear that he has so um, you know Dane's obviously gotten a lot more opportunities there and uh, it's been good to see man I mean he's just he's a competitor right he's not the biggest dude in the box but 
I tell you what, he's one of the biggest warriors out there that loves to compete and loves and enjoys the moment. So uh, he doesn't back down from it. He's not scared of anything, and that's exactly what you want in the, in the makeup and mentality, you know, to be able to go out there. And that's how you have success as a true freshman, right, when you're kind of throwing the fire. Will he have his freshman moments? Absolutely. You know, that's just part of, part of being a freshman. He'll learn as he goes. And uh, I know there was a dead ball situation. I about lost it on the tarp that, you know, well, we called dead ball, and he try to go dig it out. And just the nice kid he is, like, well, Coach, I'm just trying to help the umpire. <laughs> like, buddy, you can't touch it. You know, it, it'll end up being an inside the park overrun. So just let it be and, and let it go. So, uh, but, yeah, he's been off to a good start, man. I, th I thought he did a really good job there, like you said, uh, on Friday night of just applying pressure. He's got real speed. Uh, he's not just a dead out in the, at, the, at the plate. You know, he does a good job with two strikes, a battling and putting the balls in play. And with that speed, sometimes you give yourself a chance to get on base. So I thought he did a really good job at that there on Friday night. Also looks like you're you're kind of rolling with Manola there behind the plate. Like yeah. He caught all three games this weekend. Yep. I know him and Grizzafi has been kind of splitting time. Yep. Uh, I guess talk talk through that decision. You know, I mean, he's been swinging a hot bat. I mean, for the there week. You go. I uh, mean, it's pretty obvious, right? I mean, it's, it's yeah, not not really a not really a secret there. I mean, Manola's won the bat well, and you know the biggest 455 thing. Four fifty five on the week. Biggest thing going in the preseason is we want to keep both guys fresh, right? I think if, if both of them have the strength that they need to have, then they're going to be, you know, better defensively, but obviously better offensively as well. And we've done a really good job of roving those two guys and, uh, you know, mixing and matching when we need to to keep both of those guys fresh. But like you said, man, Manola rolled out there on Friday and banked some balls. And, again, when you're beat up in the kind of middle of the order there, no Levin good, no Garcia, and, and need a physical presence, Manola brings that. I mean, he's got a couple homers on the year. He's got, Thirteen you know, RBIs, four or yeah. five, uh, you know, doubles. I mean, he brings a, a real threat there in the middle of that part of that order. So uh, you like to keep that part of it, right? I think it helps balance out the lineup of, of your speed and your power and, uh, you know, tough to pitch two guys. So, yeah, we rolled with it there on Saturday. Had another great, great, great day on Saturday. And then, you know, again, I just, God, I wish we didn't get picked off there in that first inning because uh, it just it felt right with his two strikes and two outs there in that uh, first inning there on Sunday that he was going to get another two-out knock. But, uh, you know, I thought he had a really good weekend and did a really good job of having his body ready to go. All right, let's go ahead and take a break. Uh, they just brought some sushi out here at K Street, so we're going to scarf on that. We're at commercial, and then uh, we'll come back. We'll have more for you. We'll talk about game two and game three against the Islanders right here on Inside Southeastern Baseball. Uh, with head coach Matt Reiser, presented by Creighton Towns and Homes at K Street Seafood Station on the Southeastern Sports Radio Network. All right, welcome back. This is Inside Southeastern Baseball with head coach Matt Reiser, presented by Creighton Towns and Homes. I want to thank those guys for all they do for Southeastern Athletics and also K Street Seafood Station, our home here in 2023. Southeastern took two out of three from Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Uh, this past weekend uh, over there on the road as uh, if you look at the Southern Conference standings right now, you got four teams, two and one, four teams, one and two. And Northwestern State was out of conference this week. I think they played Oregon. They did. I, I think they got yep. like a snow delay. That just shows you what kind of things are going on in different parts of the country. Yeah, that's why you don't want to go in Oregon in March. Yeah. He called us about that trip. I said, no, thanks. You come down in May if you want to. Yeah, absolutely. As uh, um, Lamar, Southeastern, Nichols, and UIW all went two and one. McNeese. UNO, Corpus, and Houston Christian went one and two on the weekend. So nobody swept. Nobody got swept. Uh, kind of an anomaly for the first weekend of Southland Conference play. Southeastern took two out of three from Corpus. And to do that, they had to win on Saturday after winning Friday night. Uh, and they did that. Southeastern won seven to five on Saturday. Uh, really came out the gates again. We're up 6 nothing in the third, Matt. Yep. Uh, and then 
Uh, you're able to, I don't want to say hold on, but they, they had a little bit of rally there late, later in the game, but you went at 7-5. Will Kinsler, uh, his shortest outing of the year, only four innings pitched in this one. Uh, you went to Reed Reynolds. He was really good out of the pen, and you yep. get the victory over the Islanders. Yeah, you know, this is where, I mean, just sometimes the way the weather plays and the ballpark plays, you know, uh, Friday we had it blown out to right field, kind of a crosswind, and then also on Saturday, you know, it, it blew straight out. So, uh, you know, Kinsler tends to be a little bit more of a fly ball pitcher, and, you know, some of those balls, uh, you know, wind blowing in, hey, man, <laughs> let, him, let him hit it type of deal. And he's actually – he was cruising through the first three. Uh, you know, and, again, hey, man, we're at Corpus. They're offensive, and, and they're down 6 nothing. I mean, they've, they've got some fight in them as well. So, they found a way to get some things going. But I thought he made a really big pitch there in that moment in the fourth inning to, to be able to get out some more trouble there and, and keep it right where it was at that 6-3. And, uh, yeah, and I thought Reed Reynolds was fantastic. Like we said, the story this week, I thought we just pitched uh, uh, so much better out of the bullpen this week. And, and Reed, Re Reed Reynolds was a big part of that, right, that when he came in there, had to come in for Jay Long when he got injured there on Wednesday and then comes back here on Saturday and gives us three innings. You know, we, we had intentions of going to ask for him. Uh, Reed was only going to throw two. And we kind of let it play out. And the leadoff guy gets on, well, we need a ground ball, keep him on the ground. And he, you know, again, would read that's just kind of what he does. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's a two-run game. Hey, man, keep it on the ground, keep it out of the air. Obviously, the wind blowing out, and Reed did a good job of that. So we were able to play some matchups there, and, and I thought we did a really good job of keeping it where it needed to be at the bullpen. And uh, and then we, we threw a big punch there, you know, in that seventh inning, being able to score that run and uh, being the next one to score. We had a double play ball, and it looked like we were going to get out of the inning, and we, we, you know, kind of threw it away, made an error, gave a free run there, made it 6-5. So, you know, I thought it was pretty imperative for us just from a, a mentality standpoint. Hey, man, yeah. let's get back on the horse. Let's get a run back on our side, get that momentum. You know, the amateur game, it just it, – it, there's a lot of emotions in there. Uh, you know, again, we tell guys all the time, play with energy, not emotion. And, uh, and so it, it's got a chance to kind of ride the roller coaster sometimes. You want to kind of keep that momentum on your side as much as possible, uh, you know, where, where, where they don't get the momentum, where they get locked in and, and start playing above their pay grade, so to speak. So I thought we did a really good job of taking that back in the seventh. Though we had a chance to kind of finish the thing off in the ninth, and we, we mis-executed a few things there in the ninth that would have been a little bit better. But, uh, you know, there was a missed balk call. I, I, I mean, I'm, I come, I'm yelling second, third, nobody out, he balks. I mean, there's just no way if and around about it, he balked bigger than you know what and uh we hit a ground ball we have a place for an blunder so we just kind of ran ourselves at the end and the good thing was lance love man i mean we just we never missed a beat man that dude came out had a clean eighth inning ninth inning steps in a hole kind of rolls his ankle right kind of it kind of almost reminded me of connor spencer against auburn where all of a sudden he's kind of limping around a little bit so and the injury bug hasn't been nice to us here the last couple of weeks but uh does a good job of refocusing and get the last out and, and get the series there on saturday so i thought it was one of those games, man, that, you know, we look back on that, hey, man, we did a great job of, of weathering the storm. You knew they would come back, you know, because if they knew they lost that game, they're going to lose a series at home. Uh, they came and gave the rush, and we, and we kind of fought right back to it. It was a counterpunch there for us. So I thought it was really, really good to see. Coach, I know on Saturday uh, we saw the double squeeze there early. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. and we were me and Coach Ortiz is here, and, and Damon, we were, up, we were talking before you got here. Uh, I know we double squeezed in the regional that year against LSU. Can you remember? That? It's been a while. What was the last time we pulled this thing off? It, it, uh, a region, I mean, uh, in, in a game. Uh, I think we pulled off a double squeeze the last year, year before last. I mean, we've, we've pulled it off. A I few know this, more is, this is in our offense. This is this is a yeah yeah. This it's is a play, in our and it's in a play we don't like to really pull out unless we you know. I mean, again, you know, you don't want to run it every time and that kind of stuff. I mean, you want to give guys the ability to be able to hit a little bit sometimes. And sometimes, they, you know, they play for it. But we put the bunt down, and, I mean, it was a pretty easy read. You know, they started just yelling, get the out, and 
So the backside was an easy, easy send on there. So, you know, it's it plays some pressure. Uh, yep. Again, hey, man, well, if you try to go for the guy at third base, you turn around and get him out. All of a sudden you look up, we hold him up, and now it's first and third, nobody out. Right. You don't get out in that situation. It is a, there's a lot of factors going there. But, you know, the first thing is you have to execute it and have to make sure that, you know, we do it and do it right. And uh, I thought we did a good job of that there on, on Saturday and creating that pressure. Lions win it 7-5 to five on Saturday, take the series against Corpus Christi. Uh, again, Will Kinsler with the first four innings, then Reed Reynolds came in, and then Lance Love finished it off. He got his second save of the year. And yep. Man, you, you know, probably for me, just as a spectator watching, uh, you know, he's been the best improvement from year one to, yep. to year two. I mean, he's been really good so far coming out of the bullpen. He's been able to throw an inning if you need him to, yep. you know, to extend out, go two or three innings if you need to. Yep. Uh, really nice to see out of that young man. I know he had to kind of got thrown in some fire a little bit last year, had to go in there and start some games. I think that two-lane game yep. early on, yep. uh, you know, got humbled a little bit. Yep. Um, but, man, he's had a uh, – he's came out the gates really strong here in 2023. I know that's got to be something you're proud of. Well, it goes back to there's no real secret in a recipe for success, right? It's about working. It's about putting your time and your effort in. And, uh, you know, I mean, that young man took took my challenge uh, to heart. You know, at the end of the season last year, I told him plain and simple, I said, hey, man, you're overweight. You're in bad shape. That's why you, you're not bouncing back like you need to from an arm standpoint. Uh, you know, you look sloppy. You're not taking care of your body like you need to. And, Hey man, if you don't take care of that here soon, you know we're going to take care of take care of your situation, and, and we'll have to move forward with somebody else. So uh, instead of blaming somebody else, instead of blaming the circumstance or situation, uh, he did a great job of taking ownership of it. And said, "Yes, sir, I'll, I'll make sure I'm, I'm in what I need to do." And uh, I, I mean, think it says losing. a lot, Matt. It says a ton about the kid. I mean, that, that's it. You know, it, it in today's like, here, world, that's not real. <laughs> it, it, well, and it's and it's easy to talk about kids not being mentally tough and they're soft and this society and you know all that kind of stuff. You got to give them opportunities, man, to show that they can. You know, and I think that's where uh, these young men will, will grow into men uh, because they'll have those opportunities to show and challenge themselves. You know, improve it. Yeah. You know, not only to to our staff or our team or our club, but to themselves as well. And so. Uh, you know, that's that's what it's about, man. That's that's the maturity we want to see. And so, hey, man, to, to no surprise, man, he loses 20 pounds. He, he feels great. Arms feel 10 times better. Uh, he's got more endurance. His stuff's ticked up. Fastball's gone up to, you know, in the mid-90s now. He'll touch up there and stay in the low 90s. And, uh, and now, you know, you look up and he's closing ball games for us. I mean, it just – it all goes hand in hand. So, uh, you know, great, great start to the season for him. And, uh, you know, expect him to keep that up and keep that role. Yeah, just for Lion fans, just to kind of tell you where he's at, uh, 11 and a third innings pitched, uh, seven appearances, 2.38 ERA, 2-0 and uh, on the mound, and also two saves. Yep. Um, he, he's been really good. And uh, nine strikeouts in 11 and a third. Uh, opponents only hitting 139 yep. on love. So certainly off to a really good start. we got a long way to go. Yep. Uh, but, man, he, he's kind of become one of those guys you can count on out of the bullpen. And I've seen you put him in some tough situations already this year. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, we brought him in against Auburn after getting the, the, the save on game one, you know, with the bases loaded, two outs. Hey, man, I need that last out. So, uh, again, man, these, these kids, man, we've got, we've got the right group. I'm telling you, man, it, it's really, really close to just completely taking off. If we can get a few things figured out here offensively, you know, that's a good thing going – you know, forward, hey, man, last week we talked about, you know, how we struggled in the bullpen. We challenged the bullpen. They answered the bell. Now it's staying consistent with that, right? And, and once we answered just the one time, hey, man, don't get away from it. Know what you did to answer that challenge and, and continue to do that so you continue to have consistent success throughout the entire season. We'll turn the page to Sunday. Uh, yep. We kind of touched on this a little bit earlier. 
Uh, I know Matt said it, you know, we got some things to figure out on Sunday. You yep. know, we just have not been really good on, on Sunday yet to this point. Uh, and that's something certainly we have the ingredients to get figured out because, Matt, when you look at it, Andrew Landry, six appearances, six starts, pitching at a 3.34 ERA. If you if you told me that before the year, he's going to pitch at a 3.3 through six starts, I'd say he's probably 4-1, four and, 5-0, four and yep. and oh, you know, on Sunday. Yep. And uh, right now he's 2-3. and three, So yep. he's just not getting the offensive support. But I certainly think that uh, that gives you a lot of hopes heading towards the back end of this season, though, of, of how good he's been on the mound uh, rolling out there and giving you quality start after quality start on that Sunday. Well, that, that shows you how deep the rotation is. I mean, I, I think you got three true starters there that could all be number ones, you know, uh, and they're doing a fantastic job of kind of feeding off each other. You know, if Stoop does something on Friday, Ken's wants to be better than him on Saturday. If Ken's does something on Saturday, Landry wants to be better than him on Sunday. So it's just a, it's a really good, friendly com- competition going in with inside the staff that we're seeing. And, uh, and yeah, you know, we got to get the, the offense thing figured out. And, you know, it, it's – part of it's, I think, feel men- mentally right. Mentally we got to do a better job of our focus or preparation or not just kind of feeling our way through the game. Hey, man, throw – throw some resilient punches early. You know, I really felt like, man, if we had thrown a punch early yesterday that we would have had Corpus, you know, on the road. Yeah, but I mean, you jump out one nothing, yeah, but you could have made it bigger. You had some it, other options. Yeah, we had a lot of opportunities. I mean, like you said, we had nine walks yesterday and one run, and we kind of got in between. Uh, I'd say I, I don't know the stat, but I'd, I'd be willing to bet in your career here you've never had nine walks in a game and scored it, one it, time. It's rare. It's rare. Yeah. Uh, it really, really is. And so, and we had some base runner blunders, and, you know, we had some bad at bats with some guys in scoring position, but – uh, and only struck out five times. So yeah, put the ball in play. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like. yeah. And, and 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 again, it's just a little in between on some stuff. So you know, we've got to be better there of what our plan or focus is or whatever that may be. Uh, yeah, the left-hander had a seven-something ERA coming in. The left-hander they brought in out of the bullpen had a seven-something ERA, and we only scored one run. So that's obviously disappointing, but. Uh, you know, there was no quit in the group. Uh, no. I thought they continued to battle. You know, we get the bases loaded there in the ninth inning. And uh, the, 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 young, the young man's name you're going to hear a little bit more of is going to be this Mac Turner kid. Uh, you know, Mac had, yeah. had got a pinch hit, big pinch hit in one of the games, I think, last week against Memphis. Uh, kept us in the ball game. And, and then obviously got a, a big moment there on Sunday. Bases loaded, two outs. You know, base hit ties the ball game up, splits a gap. We take the lead. And, and he hit the, uh, the mess of a ball to center field just – Unfortunately, right at him. But um, that's a name I think you'll see a little bit more of. We This injury bugs guys a little bit. I mean, you know, we talked about Garcia and Levin good, but Killingsworth pulled up with a hamstring there on Sunday in his last at bat. Uh, literally, we had got to the point to where we had almost, well, I think we had one guy left on the bench, but uh, I'm not real sure who was going to play the outfield. We, we'd, <laughs> we'd pinch ran Joe. We'd taken him out, pitched it for him. Uh, we're down to four outfielders in total. But you got guys like Grisafi and Sheridan who, yeah. Catch and play infield. Hey, man, you, they're athletic. If you can stick them in the outfield, and be fine out there. So it's kind of where we were trending to there. To, to That ball did get down. But, um, yeah, you know, so you'll see Mac Turner's name, I think, in there a little bit more this week uh, to get him some ABs while Jake is, is nursing this hamstring. Well, I mean, I was going to ask you, what, what about, you know, as a position player as well? Or is it just a DH role right now? No, yeah, I mean, no, he, he can play defense, you know. I mean, he's he's good over there at third base. You know, obviously Shea's over at third yeah. base. Um, it's just a matter of fitting him where, you know. Uh, again, he's more of a corner field. If we get in a pinch, could he play some second base? Yes, there's no doubt he can play some second base. You know, I just, you know, the, the hole right now is in our outfield. I mean, that's that's where, and I say our hole is just we've got to have somebody else. You well, know, two we guys you, you were counting on, or I mean, are, yeah, are yeah, I mean, yeah, that's it. And 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 but again, I mean, Cook and and Dane, 
those guys have got to go. Uh, you know, his next man up mentality. And Cook did that early. You know, had a rough week this week a little bit. Uh, he did get the double squeeze down, which was huge, right, in a big moment in that part of the ball game. Dane has some big at-bats for us on Friday night. So those guys are filling in pretty decent, right? But uh, they've got to be stronger and more physical so they can last all week, you know, in a five-game week like this week, you know. And well, you hit that wall a little bit. That's you know? it. That's it. So, you know, physically we want to be in good shape for Sunday. Mentally we want to be in good shape for Sunday. But that, that takes a little bit by the numbers and everybody kind of playing their role. Uh, but Mac Turner's name is definitely a name you're going to see a little bit more of. And, and then Ethan Moore, man, I tell you what, he's really been trending in the right direction offensively. You know, you've seen him a lot as a defensive replacement there at second base. Uh, don't be surprised if he's in the lineup a time or two, especially as we're trying to kind of go through these different, you know, injuries we've got going on right now in the outfield and, and around the field. So the Lions are currently 14-10 and 10 overall, 2-1 and one in the Southland Conference. Um, Matt, you've been pretty good on the road, 7-5 and five on the road. I mean, you know, winning record to this point. I know you'd like to be a little bit better at home, and that's, you'll have an opportunity to do that this week with four yep. big home games uh, here at the Pat uh, as you're going to take on Mississippi Valley State on Wednesday uh, and then UIW over the weekend. A lot going on this weekend here in Hammond that we're certainly going to talk about. Saturday is Super Lion Saturday. The game has been pushed back not to 2 o'clock, it's 6 o'clock. Six, and six, we, six. we touched on this last week, but – from here out, it's going to be 6 o'clock, correct? Yep. So 6 o'clock games on Saturday yep. uh, from here on out. So we're going to have two night games uh, on the weekends. I like that. I think a lot of our fan base will like that as well. Yep. Uh, as that will start this weekend against UIW. And then Sunday uh, is going to be Mr. Benny Latino Day as they're going to have some T-shirts. And, Big Benny. And, uh, you know, the kind of the backstory on that is Mr. Benny, obviously, if you come to the games, you, you see he's always there. He's at practice. I mean, he's, he's always at the ballpark. He's there more than I am. Been a big, uh, <laughs> been a big Lions supporter. He was uh, named the Lion for Life Award winner. But at the banquet, at the at the – the first pitch banquet, he was actually hospitalized and was not able to attend. So this is kind of the second best thing. We're going to have a day there, kind of recognize him there at the ballpark. I know on Saturday night uh, they're, they're trying to have a little, like, re reception. And, yep. and guess where? At Benny's Bar, at right Benny's there Bar. in Hammond. So we hope to see everybody out there. Get us a uh, dub Saturday night and go have you a drink at Benny's Bar. Exactly. That's kind of the game plan. So we'll talk about more of that when we come back here on the show. Again, Southland Conference, uh, you have four teams, two and one. Four teams, one and two, and the Northwestern State did not play. So nobody really jumped out in front of the pack and separated themselves this weekend. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll have more. We're going to talk about all five games coming up, South Alabama tomorrow, Mississippi Valley State on Wednesday, and then UIW over the weekend. We'll tell you all about it when we come back right here on Inside Southeastern Baseball with Matt Reiser, presented by Creighton Townsend Holmes on the Southeastern Sports Radio Network. All right, welcome back. This is Inside Southeastern Baseball with head coach Matt Reiser, uh, presented by Creighton Townsend Holmes. We're here at K Street Seafood Station. I'm Alan Waddell. Thank you so much for joining us, wherever you may be, on this afternoon uh, as we're talking Lion Baseball. Southeastern 14-10 overall, 2-1 in conference play. They're going to play five games this week, so the record could certainly look a lot different this time next week no with five big matchups uh, this week as uh, you're going to play tomorrow night, Matt, South Alabama. Always a, a, a good program over there. You're going to take that trip to Mobile, and then you'll come home and play Mississippi Valley State on Wednesday and then three uh, against UIW. Yeah, you know, a good week. Uh, you know, we, we got one more game, this road trip series we've been doing. We're at Lafayette, obviously at Corpus, and this will be the fifth game of the set of being on the road uh, with South Alabama. And, you know, like I said, traditionally, I mean, a, a great program. Coach Calvi does a, a great job over there with those guys. And regional club, year in, year out, they're always competing for a Sunbelt championship. And, uh, you know, don't expect anything different this year. They've gotten off to kind of a, a slow start. They lost two out of three this past weekend to Lafayette. But 
uh, you know, again, Coach Calvi just does such a great job over there. It's You don't take a game uh, for granted. He'll have that club rock and roll and ready for, for Tuesday night. They'll be chomping at the bits to get back out there after a tough weekend against Lafayette where, uh, you know, they, they want to close from there on Friday night. Uh, Saturday they had to do the doubleheader, so, you know, those doubleheaders are never fun, but they, they end up getting swept on the doubleheader, dropping the backside game on some on – some, you know, a game I felt like they could have won just watching on film. So, uh, you know, they'll be ready to get out the shoot. And then also we got Valley there on Wednesday night back at home who's played uh, tremendously better than a year ago. Uh, they've been very competitive in, in the games they've played to date. Uh, again, not the record that you want to see, but they've, they've done a good job of, you know, just changing the culture. Uh, coach Barney is in his first year over there as the head coach at, at Valley. And, uh, just making the kids tougher and wanting to compete and wanting to get after it. So they've had a, a few close games. You know, they played guys like Arkansas State and they played Memphis and uh, have challenged themselves in the schedule non-con, you know, wise to make sure that they're ready for their conference play as well. So uh, that'll be our two midweek games that we've got. Also, we go host act tomorrow night, like we talked about, yeah. uh, against South Alabama. Yeah, if you didn't join us earlier, so obviously, uh, you know, Jay Long had to leave that yep. game against ULF yet. Uh, and, you know, when something like that happens, it, it's a scary moment. You know, no whenever doubt. you have to no – whenever doubt. you kind of have to get checked out of the ballgame. But so yep. far, it uh, looks like he would return this year. I mean, obviously we don't know anything at this point. Yeah, but, looks promising. But so there's far. some promise. Yep. But he will not be available for maybe one or two weeks. Yeah, and that's – and so in, in that, it'll give some other guys some opportunities, you know, to, to get out there and, and go do their deal. So, uh, you know, Tuesday, uh, Hosack will get the start, who made the game five start in that five-game week, open weekend or open week. And then – you know, Wednesday we'll, we'll TBD. You know, kind of whatever we don't use, I guess, on Tuesday we'll use on Wednesday, uh, you know, to do what we got to do there on Wednesday and then be ready for the weekend against Incarnate Warriors coming here. Feeling good about what they did. You know, took two out of three last weekend. Uh, got, uh, I think they gave a two-run home run maybe in the eighth yesterday to not sweep the series. I mean, again, those, those series sweeps are they're tough to come by, but that's why the ones that do it are champions. And, uh, you know, was, was on the cups of having a sweep just like we were uh, yesterday, but couldn't quite finish that thing off. But they're feeling good about what they're doing as well. Uh, coming into the weekend, coming out of San Antonio. Yeah, absolutely. Matt, Matt is there anybody you, you, you know, you'd like to see start on Wednesday? I mean. You know, again, we're just kind of Tuesday. We're playing by ear, you know, with the bullpen stuff. I mean, uh, I know this. I, I do. Connor Spencer has been out uh, since that Auburn series, yeah. right? He'd gone out with the oblique stuff. And uh, I did get to see him long toss yesterday. He was ripping down pretty good on it, felt pretty good, you know, and he's a competitor. So, of course, after he did, he came to me. He's like, Coach, I'm ready to go. Like, yeah, well, not quite yet, big boy. Uh, you know, we need more than just one good day to be get back out there and go. So I would love to get him out there either Tuesday or Wednesday, just depending on how, you know, everything kind of plays out there. Uh, Lake and Polk had some shoulder tightness. We were actually going to bring him in the game there on Wednesday. Uh, had some shoulder issues, so he was held out this weekend from throwing off. He saw the one at bat that he got, but uh, hopefully he's back feeling pretty good. Sounded like he, his diagnosis yesterday was feeling pretty good, so we'll get that little shoulder impingement taken care of and get him ready for, for the weekend as well. So I'd like to see him back out there this week. Again, Tuesday or Wednesday, really doesn't matter. Uh, and I really want to see some of these guys get in the lineup. Like I said, you can see Mac Turner get the start uh, at some point in time during the midweek game, maybe both of them. Uh, I don't know what fashion role. Maybe it's in the infield. Maybe it's at the DH spot. You know, he can kind of do it all. He was a high school shortstop, so he has no problem playing anywhere around the diamond. And, uh, you know, Jake Killingsworth obviously will be will be out with the hamstring this week. So I uh, really want to get those guys some more ABs. The more ABs Dane Watts gets, I feel like he gets continue to get better and better. So just it's really a good good week for us to, to get some games in, uh, get some live ABs, and, and obviously get a chance to compete. I mean, this, this, not, this, isn't, a, this isn't just a stroll in the ballpark for an inter-squad type deal. I don't want to make it sound like that. Uh, but in the same sense is we've got some guys, got some opportunities to go out there and win some jobs and, and help this thing go. You know, maybe that's maybe that's the, the factor we're talking about on Sunday. If 
Mac Turner can play one of those days and giving yeah. a guy a rest. Maybe he's a little bit stronger on Sunday. Like kind of like we talked about with the catching situation, uh, obviously with with Connor and uh, and with Bryce Grzaffy there. That you know those guys are just kind of taking that load off each other where they're their best physically. So I think that's, he plays a huge part, especially in the five game week, right? When you talk about getting to Sunday and playing five games, and now it's starting to heat up. Uh, good old Mother Nature, the, the spring is here, it's green, you can feel the pollen in the air, the humidity in the air, just starting to feel like, you know, normal spring. So, uh, you know, again, when you do that, you got to stay hydrated, you got to stay in a, in a good physical shape as well as mental state as well. All right, a couple of promotional things I want to bring up here before we uh, go off the air. Uh, Wednesday's game uh, against Mississippi Valley State is one of those four matchups that, you know, I know the, the, the ticket office put out uh, that they're going to give out 20 student tickets to the uh, LSU Southeastern game that's going to be played here uh, next month or in May, uh, but you had to the, the, you had to attend all four games to be able to get in that pot Come to on, get baby. those twenty tickets. So the the four games were Southern Miss, Mississippi Valley State, UL Lafayette, and Jackson State. Uh, so if you if you're a student, uh, you got to go to those games to be able to put in that uh, pool to be able to get those tickets. Also Friday night. Uh, it's the opening of Southland Conference play here in Hammond. Uh, the first 200 Southeastern students that come through the, the gates will receive a uh, Hammond America baseball hat. I know I've seen that on social media. Yeah, so the new Hammond bad. America logo will be on the hat. So you know, the first 200 students will get one of those. And then obviously Saturday is Super Lion Saturday. Uh, softball is going to play at noon. The football spring game is going to be at 2 o'clock. And Southeastern uh, baseball is going to be at 6 o'clock. And uh, I tell you, if you haven't paid attention to softball, they're 25 and 8. I mean, they have a couple roll, of they have baby. a couple of um, winnable games this week as well. They'll probably be twenty-seven and eight uh, when Commerce rolls in here uh, this weekend. They're doing a really good job over there at North Oak Park, uh, and then the spring football game. Coach Frank Selfo and his defending Southland Conference champs will get an opportunity to see them on Saturday uh, for the, the annual spring game, and then baseball six o'clock, and then Sunday is going to be Mr. Benny Latino Day at the ballpark again. He was named Lion for Life. Uh, this offseason, was not able to attend the first pitch banquet because of hospitalization. Uh, he's good to go now. He'll be at the ballpark. I'm sure he's going to be lit up. I'm sure that golf cart will be rolling around uh, downtown and around uh, the baseball field for sat uh, for Sunday at this Mr. Benny Latino Day on Sunday. One other thing to note uh, for that game coming up in May, uh, when LSU comes here to town, uh, the game is already sold out. The LAA, we will be uh, raffling off two tickets right behind home plate. Uh, you'll have an opportunity to buy those tickets at all the games at the marketing promotion table. And also that will be coming out on social media here soon as well. So make sure you do that as well. So two game, two tickets right behind home plate. Well, Matt, uh, you know, two and two this week. Uh, drop a close one at ULF yet. Then you start the uh, Southland Conference series. Uh, Southland Conference scheduled two and one against Corpus Christi. Kind of a jumbled up, you know, mess right now. Everybody, you know, four teams, two and one, four teams, one and two. Northwestern hasn't come out of the gates yet. There is that bye week that everybody's going to have uh, throughout the conference play. But you'll come back home here for four games out of five this week and an opportunity, like I said earlier, with five games this week, record standings could all look a lot different when we sit here next week. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, just a, another, again, a great week and great opportunity for us to continue to get better and, uh, you know, continue to pursue what we want to pursue, which is that regular season title. You know, and, again, that's that's some of the conversation we continue to have in <clears throat> these team meetings that we talk about, understand the difference in, in sweeping and taking a series. And like you said, uh, you know, probably now more than ever, in all honesty, it's even more imperative. And the reason I say that, you know, when I got in this in the coaching here uh, in, in this league, uh, we had a 33-game conference schedule right so yeah. I mean, with more games uh more 30 yeah more ability to kind of pull away and you know if you drop a game here or there whatever it may be right um 
just more games. Uh, and so then we went down to 30, right, when I took over as a head coach. And now we're down to 24 conference games. Uh, so now the weight and the gravity yeah, of every, every game yep. is just that much more. I mean, you saw that last year, right? I mean, literally we're playing for a conference championship, the last game of the year last year, and uh, in a year that we were, you know, 14 and 10 in conference play. You know, if we go uh, 15 and 9, we win, a, we win a conference championship. So, you know, just with that extra – or less games, I should say. There's a lot more weight on this, every series, but every game has such an impact. So you can't just get content with taking the series. Uh, you you got to continue to pursue each and every single game. Let the game be what it is then in the present. Let, let the past be the past. And uh, regardless of whether you're sitting 2-0, and right, 1-1, 0-2, going to Sunday, hey, man, Sunday's got to be the day that you've you got to go get because that's the one that's in the now. So uh, I, I think we, we've got to – do a better job of focusing that, right? I don't want – again, we got a five-game week, so we're not going to put all of our emphasis in basket on Sunday right now, but we'll do – we'll build the week right out to be better on Sunday so we have better production there and a better result there on Sunday. So uh, that'll be a big part of our talk today. You know, again, we'll have a team meeting today at 4 o'clock. We'll discuss some game notes from yesterday and uh, talk through some things so we continue to get better at and then also just talk about, hey, man, use this week to be a great week to kind of get that momentum going into Sunday. And, uh, you know, whether you're you're 4-0 and or 3-1 and going into Sunday, hey, man, uh, just go play Sunday the same way you played Saturday, the same way you played Friday, the same way you played Wednesday, the same way you played Tuesday. So, uh, obviously, focus right now is, is, is to get after South Alabama tomorrow night. You know, again, a club that's going to be anxious to get back on the field after uh, a tough weekend there at home against Lafayette, a series they felt like was, you know, was in hand for them. Uh, so, they'll be anxious to get back out there and do, do their thing. So we got to get ready and prepared for tomorrow night to go get uh, South Alabama over there in Mobile. Yeah, I think uh, South Alabama is also undefeated against the Southland so far this year. I think they oh, beat no Northwestern, they go. beat Nichols. Yeah. I think they had one more. You know. They beat UNO. They've won three Southland Conference yeah. games this week. Hopefully yeah. Lions can uh, make that three and one after tomorrow night. Well, my friend, thank you for being here. Yep, uh, appreciate it. I uh, appreciate you being here and filling us in on what's going on in your program. And uh, good luck this week. Uh, you, you're going to be busy. You're going to be away from home a little bit this <laughs> week with five games uh, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, no doubt, man. And, uh, just four night games. Four, yeah, four night games. How about that? Well, we'll, we's see with Mother Nature. <laughs> yeah, we'll Saturday, see. How Saturday, Saturday's still not looking good on the radar, so we'll figure that well, one out too. But of course, you know, like I said, if I had Mother Nature's uh, record, I'd, I'd be undefeated and uh, and I'd have a lifetime contract. But you know, we'll do what we got to do to get these games in and uh, continue to pursue what we were trying to pursue, right? Which is perfection. I mean, that's 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 the constant uh, battle that we're we're going after. We want to continue to be better and. Uh, the idea each week is to continue to build on the consistency of that. So uh, had some great things we saw this week, some things we need to get better at, and then uh, and hopefully we'll fix the things that need to get better at, and we'll keep the things that we got better at this week. We'll keep them where they need to be more consistent. So uh, we can, we're can we close. Uh, again, I know we've got some banged up and some injuries, but we got the right guys. we got enough guys on the roster this year to be able to do this. Uh, some guys are going to have to step up, no doubt, uh, and, and take over some roles and, and, and be able to, to – expand what we want to do so we're all fresh and we're all playing at our best ability but uh some of those guys get that opportunity this week i'm looking forward to them cashing in all righty five games this week tuesday night at south alabama and then wednesday friday saturday sunday at the ballpark right here in hammond we hope to see you out at the ballpark for a, a jam-packed weekend of baseball and events going on in Hammond. I want to thank K Street Seafood Station for being our host and Cretan Townsend Homes uh, for being our title sponsor. For Matt Riser, I'm Alan Waddell. We'll see you next time right here on the Southeastern Sports Radio Network.